Hello guys, it's been long. Welcome to Sheriff and Dakwa's podcast. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about... I'm going to be reading another writing of mine. Which is titled... The Rooted Man Roots Me Too. Alright, so The Rooted Man Roots Me Too. Remember the so last... It's like, a, it's like a series of The Rooted Man. <laughs> the Rooted Man series, part two. Uh, the last time she read a part one, she just didn't include a part one at the back of the root. Because I didn't know it was going to be a series, but now it's a series. So now she decided to turn it to be a series. Okay, so she's going to read it to us, and we're going to ask her a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the rooted man roots me too. The branches have intertwined now. The roots are next as the as these trees of life revive itself breaking through the surface the grass is refreshing in spring our flowers will bloom in fall our leaves will droop and our branches may tussle but the breath of our winds won't run steady in gloom now our trunks are envisioned a new phase in this season we grow and still growing we face each other whole in mid-center where a heart to a human would be. Birds come to cool off in the heat. Squirrels come to rest and warm up in the cold. What pulls us is the sky. We rise, power and pride, war and strife. Roots as large as our crowns. We keep each other company, even when the other remains silent. The frustrations in growth come, and sometimes the laughter of my leave isn't enough. Lifetimes go by, and then we talk about it then. Letting go of the suffocating atmosphere, we stunt growth in this space. And then next season, we begin again, rising slowly, slowly not to disturb one another. Our branches continue to intertwine with the love of our spines, the secret of life we always seem to find. The secret of life we always seems to find. Mm-hmm. Why that line? Because, well, every line before the line is kind of like a key to the next line. So the secret of life we always seem to find, which is the love in our spots. Hmm. So you also made one, there's a line of your reading that says, we keep each other complaining even when others remain silent. Mm-hmm. Why that line? Well, what inspired this was an event that happened one day. Um, I was with this guy. And I did some bullshit, not going to lie. But he was silent. He was pissed off. He didn't say much. And I couldn't get him out of the, the mood that he was feeling, no matter what I said or what I did, or what was going on. So it kind of just remained silent. And that's why you have the suffocating atmosphere that comes from the silence. It's kind of like, the energy of it is just, it's overwhelming, overbearing to an extent. And, um, And that's why I say like, even the laughter of my leaves isn't enough. I can be frolicking my shit, just like waving in the wind and everything, and he wouldn't pay me no mind. 
I'm still trying to figure out what you did to this person that makes him. <laughs> he goes so cold out there to be like, nah. Oh, well, then it's going to work. <laughs> She's going to try, but I ain't going <laughs> to. You won't crack this guy. It was just one of those things that it was a long day. And I came at him kind of fucked up because I was feeling just annoyed. And, you know, it was one of those things where it's like you just let out your, your shit on somebody else and they don't really deserve it. So, <sighs> so, um, why, what inspires you to write? Do you, do you write when, when you wanted to write or something has to inspire you for you to write? Why, why do you write for um, your fans? Most of the times I write because I have too much going on in my head and I just need to write it down. Like, I saw this saying that we we listen to fill our minds and then we write to empty our minds. So, I write to empty my mind. But majority of the time, it's that or something I've experienced has happened. And... I um I tell stories through my writings whether it's happened to me or to somebody else. So in your line a line mm-hmm. in your written says the frustration in growth came. Come. Come. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. The frustration in growth come. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's like growing pains. Growing pains. Growing pains. You know, like when you you meet somebody and you go find another person, y'all dating or whatever, or y'all just kicking it for a really long time. You get comfortable with that person and you kind of just like, you get too comfortable and you just like lash out or you just unleash everything on them as if you were to like a, a best friend. But sometimes you don't know how that person is going to take it regardless of how comfortable you are. So when you lash out your pain on this person, well, do you think the person take it um, in a cool way, in a calm way, or it's just like... Well, in this scenario, it was kind of like, I pissed in his cereal, so I put a very bad taste in his mouth. So you pissed in someone's cereal? Yes, I pissed in his cereal. Are you proud... No, not at all. Because honestly, I didn't think that he would take it that way. But I can't assume somebody's going to take it a certain way. So would you would you think that maybe he's just doing that just for you to... For, just for him to get a point across that, all right, what you did, it's... Or do you just think about... So does it really come to you that you might be faking it? Do you act or... I don't know. Your energy is passing. Because afterwards, I'm like... Because here... Okay, so... To give, like, more detail on the situation, it's like... Five minutes after I was pissed, I was over it. But he was still pissed because, obviously, I... (laughs) I transferred that energy into him after um, lashing out on him. But, you know, into... After the incident, I'm just, I was over it. I was really over it. And then we had other shit to do and everything. So I kind of was just like going with the flow. I don't stay in my anger that long. 
But I can't expect other people not to... Or so, people to get over it as fast as I do. <laughs> so you think the person stay in the anger? Maybe. Or he holds grudges. Or maybe not. I'm not sure. So what is the at- atmosphere after what? Let's, let's dissect this. Okay, let's dissect. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to human anatomy. Mm-hmm. Where you dissect the fetus of a pig and etc. So I've never done that. You will. I've, but I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, so let's break it down. You understand breaking down, right? Yeah. So we're going to break it down into sections. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's say what you did to this person. All right. Mm-hmm. You were angry at him. You probably said what you're not supposed to say to him. And mm-hmm. then it was like, holy crap. Am I really up for this right now? And then maybe it was like, you know what? She's not supposed to be, you know, saying that or doing that. And then, like you said, you said you guys went on. You guys have a lot of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And then you guys went on. And then when you guys got to the point where you guys are supposed to do what you guys are supposed to be doing. He still wasn't talking to me. But was he communicating in no. other ways? No. Not even in the... Non, well, body language. Body language. Does this still get you involved in what you guys are supposed to be doing? Not really. Kind of like after the facts. So it's like, all right, I didn't mean it to think, or I didn't, I didn't mean it to myself. Then later on... That's what I figured. I'm like, maybe he just needs space. So I granted him space, and I just like kind of walked away from the whole situation, literally. So afterwards, what happened? What happened what? Afterwards, when you got in space, did he come back? Did he talk to you, even though he might not? Not really. So what did he do? Because you said you guys have a lot to do. Because I know you definitely wouldn't just abandon So, I mean, we did what we had to do. Um, he was teaching me how to do something. And I was fucking up. And I was laughing about it because it's just like, I'm just like over here fucking up. But, you know, he wasn't tolerating this shit. He wasn't like, he was like, I don't care. It just kind of gave me like a, he was just being very coy. So I'm like, all right, well, then fuck it. Fuck that shit. But did you learn something? Oh, you haven't really think back. You haven't thought the whole process through. You haven't really had a oversight well, of the Well, when I had left the situation, first thing I did was, because I was going, I had to run some errands. So I called my mom and was like, do you need anything? While I'm out, and then I and then I told her, I really need to work on my attitude. Because when I don't like something, I can have a really fucked up attitude about it, regardless of how it makes other people feel. Because it's like sometimes I don't really have a balance when it comes to how I feel and how others feel. Because I never ever want to invalidate myself, but. I don't I don't want to make other people feel shitty either. So sometimes I really gotta just be like I need to breathe and just be like, okay. Like the kind of oh woosa. Yeah. Woosa. And just relax. Or I just need that person to like, all right, you tripping real fucking hard right now and I don't like the way you're talking to me. Maybe you need to get your shit together. So, um, cause like for my mom, when I be coming at her like real fucked up, she, oh she gonna whoop your ass. I no, that, that's what I she, tell she, her. She I tell whoop, her, I'm like, she gonna whoop your ass. That I can guarantee. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> 
when I'm tripping, I'm like, Ma, I need you to either tell me I'm tripping, like, real bad, like, get the fuck, or I need you to punch me in my chest, because you need to correct me somehow, because unless, or we're just going to continue to just feel like... So this, if I'm in that person's shoe, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you in a silent mode. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to give you the benefit of it doubt for you to correct yourself. All right? Because if I had to talk in that situation, so let's say I don't know what happened between you guys, but let's say maybe this guy was so happy to see you after a very long day at work, and then you just come up a side way. I'm going to just, if I'm in your car, I'll probably just ask you to pull over, get out, and just walk back to wherever I'm coming from. And then I'm going to tell you, you know what? We need to talk about this, but not right now. The thing I, is, is that I thought I explained to him how I felt beforehand. And then upon meeting in person, yeah. I was still agitated. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you can get your message across. There's a lot of ways. Hey, how you doing? You doing okay? I was well, work was good, but still, remember. I wasn't thinking about that. Blah, 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 blah. I wasn't thinking. Because at that point when you probably challenged him or her, it's like, you probably gonna be like, all right, I already got latched anyway. Okay, that's, that's fine. But either way, I hope you guys work things out. And thank you for your reading. It was a, it was a great writing. Mm-hmm. The rooted man wrote me too. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Cheryl. There's a lot of subliminals in this in this title as well, but we'll talk about that at a later date. Okay, okay, we can we can all wait for that. We're gonna we're gonna look forward to your next your next reading to us. It's probably gonna be I don't know. It could be another part of the series, but we sh- we shall see. What? Because you know, remember you promised the fan you said you're gonna be reading to us at least once a month. All right, so we're looking forward to July. July. And yes, I mean you got yeah. this is June fourth, so that's a long time. Even if I don't come up with you no know, new stuff, I can always read my old things. All right. I have a bunch of old things. Okay, thank you, Sheriff. We your fans and your co-host, if I may call myself that, if I'm allowed to call myself that. Yeah. We hope you and your this- we hope you and this person uh-huh. that inspires you to do this writing, you know, get to find a common ground. Hopefully, because he really put me in my bag last night. Okay. I like, hope you guys. I hope you guys find a common ground <laughs> where you guys can meet halfway and then blah. Like, you know what? I messed up. You messed up. All right, let's let's squash it. I used to hate com- compromise. Yeah, you used to have compromise, but listen. But I hate the word sacrifice. It's 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 all about compromise, though. If this is a person you actually like, you've uh-huh. got to compromise in one way or the other. In as much as you hate compromise, mm-hmm. you've got to compromise. I hate compromise. It's okay. I used to. I don't hate it now. It, you, you've you've got to compromise to to build a better relationship with people or with someone. You've got to learn how to compromise, even with our own siblings, our own blood. We've got to compromise. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. So yeah. I know. I know you gotta fucking compromise. I hope you guys come into a mutual agreement. So I don't wanna have to fight them. <laughs> All right. I, we're not gonna go into the fighting part, but uh <laughs> thank you guys. Once again, this is Sheriff and Dakos show. Hope to see you guys. Next time. And
Peace.